A Legend of Dunluce by Rebecca Rutter Springer. Read for LibriVox.org by Larry Wilson. Afar where Atlantic billows break over a rock bound shore and dash into many a hidden cave with fierce and sullen roar, where the giant's causeway standeth like sentinels grim and old, a massive rock uplifts itself from the waters dark and cold, and high on its barren summit a ruined castle stands with bare walls reaching heavenward like a shipwrecked sailor's hands no ivy climbs its turrets no moss to its casement clings time over its darkened portals no softening shadow flings but like a ghostly presence it standeth all cold and gray crowned by the mists of ocean and kissed by the dashing spray a narrow but fearful chasm divides this rock from the land and this in the feudal ages a massive drawbridge spanned and here lord antrim of antrim secure from his foemen stood the rocky tower his fortress his bulwark the raging flood the castle fronted the mainland let this be remembered i pray the castle fronted the mainland the kitchen lay nearest the sea and under it was a cavern where the waves mad revels kept and where it was whispered the banshee the terrible banshee slept one night a banquet was given full two hundred years ago and from turret to rock foundation the castle was all aglow the ladies of rank and beauty and lords of high degree went over to dunluce castle to join in the revelry from turret to rock foundation the castle was all aglow while the winds and the waves together kept maddening revel below twas a fearful night the storm king abroad in his anger went and alas for the hapless vessels on which his fury was spent he raged in a mad endeavour to tear the rock from its bed till the music stopped and the dancers grew pale with affright and dread tis a fearful night they whispered we will not dance any more and the waves tossed back in answer a fierce defiant roar then up spake lord antrim proudly for ages in sun and storm this castle has stood uninjured there is no cause for alarm on on with the music and dancing to the winds cast every fear we are safe in this rock-bound castle no danger can reach us here and again the music sounded with its soft voluptuous flow but the winds and the waves together kept maddening revel below in the banquet hall the tables with lavish care were spread with the rarest fruits and flowers while a thousand soft lights shed their radiance over the silver and glass so rich and rare and the pompous butler beamed with pride and bustled here and there to see his orders were obeyed by under-servants all who hastened here and thither at his slightest beck or call beyond in the spacious kitchen the maids hurried to and fro preparing the tempting viands and the great hearth was aglow with a fire whose ruddy splendour lit up the grand old place with a touch that even softened the old cook's careworn face it cast gaunt dancing shadows high on the kitchen wall and threw long gleams of rosy light into the servants hall resting upon the golden head of one who lingered there with soft caressing touch sweet rose my lady's handmaid fair 
a young donald brave and comely who lingered near her side wooing the bright young girl he hoped some day to make his bride but she could not list his wooing but whispered pale with fright would we were on the mainland safe this fearful fearful night he drew her to the fireside and soothed her fears away and beckoned to old michael upon his pipe to play close in the chimney corner michael the piper sat but he would not play upon his pipe he softly stroked the cat that restless crouched beside him and then half fearful said the waves make noise enough to-night to wake the sleeping dead ay said old maud the cook as slow she swept the kitchen hearth say what you will this is no time for revelry and mirth evil hangs over more than one within these castle walls for every night beneath my room a banshee cries and calls tut said the bassing butler have done your silly tale tis only fit to make the maidens tremble and turn pale well old maud replied shaking her silvery head but well i know the banshee's cries have filled his soul with dread and well they may old nurse responds crooning beside the fire for did i not last sunday night beyond the midnight hour hear the slow muffled tolling of the castle chapel bell and see the chapel all aglow when none the cause could tell and as i strained my dim old eyes i was too faint to call a long procession slowly wound beneath the castle wall i heard their slow and solemn tread i heard the funeral hymn i saw their pallid faces though my eyes are old and dim but as they near the drawbridge raised as tis wont to be they one by one drop silently into the troubled sea her voice sank to a whisper as nodding slow her head she sat and looked into the fire the while a nameless dread stole over all within the room where nurse could none gainsay the sun and shade of ninety years were scattered o'er her way the piper sat with mouth agape old maud leant on her broom the maids were pale and e'en the butler lingered in the room sweet rose clung to her lover for louder than before the waves dashed in the cave beneath with fierce exultant roar the walls do tremble donald and twice to-night we've heard a loud report as though a gun within the cave were fired old jacques says that in switzerland before the mountains fall such sounds are heard oh well, what was that see see the trembling wall ah what was that above the storm there came a roar a rush as though of many wings then over all a death-like hush meanwhile in the great hall the music softly rose and fell the merry dancers half forgot the storm they could not quell the laugh was free the jest was gay each drove the hour to charm when what was that that filled each heart with terror and alarm a fearful roar a sullen crash a trembling swaying sound and from the walls the pictures and the bus lie scattered round the music stopped midway a strain the dancers pale with dread looked less like happy revellers than like the sheeted dead 
strong men grew pale at danger that they knew not how to meet as women white with terror sank trembling at their feet they thought it was an earthquake shock but as the moments passed the hush of death was everywhere even the furious blast sank to a wailing murmur a sobbing pitying moan the angry throbbing of the waves below was heard alone lord antrim pale but stately now rang the footman's bell and through the silent corridors the echoes sharply fell they waited but no servant responded to the call and the heavy silence everywhere fell like a sable pall then with one impulse from the room they all together ran down the long winding stairway to the hall of entrance then through all the stately saloons to the hall of feasting where was spread in bright profusion the banquet rich and rare but here the angry surging of the waves so near them seemed only a few pressed onward to the servants hall beyond and there they found great heavens only a dark abyss where a million angry demons seemed to dance and howl and hiss the spacious kitchen but an hour before so bright and warm had fallen into the seething waves a victim to the storm the maids the cook the butler the nurse so old and gray brave donald and his pretty rose all all were swept away only the great wide chimney with the firelight yet aglow stood erect its ruddy light cast on the rocks below and crouching in the corner half dead with fear and fright michael the piper sat his hair so black turned snowy white with pallid terror-stricken face and eyes like fire aglow he crouched upon the hearth and gazed in the dark depths below the cat against the chimney-wall shrank trembling with affright a ghastly pair they seemed indeed seen through the gloom that night such was the story told to me one dark november day around us frowned the castle walls and just beneath us lay the ruins of the kitchen and as the wild waves roared in anger on the rocks below our guide the story told a hale old man he led me safely gently by the hand across the narrow causeway that divides the rock from land showed all the halls and chambers and then in silence led to where the chimney stands like monument above the dead we looked into the dark abyss while we heard the tale and fancied that we saw the storm and heard the maddening gale and our hearts grew faint with thinking of that night so long ago of the nine who've slept two hundred years beneath the rocks below old maud the hearth was sweeping at the time the old man said so every night she is compelled to leave her watery bed and come with cries and weeping her unfinished work to do alas alas i sadly cried if this indeed be true how few of us will ever lie in soft unbroken sleep if over our unfinished work we must return to weep how few alas we toil we strive we blindly grope our way to only find within our grasp at close of life's brief day a tiny wisp of golden grain from out the great wide fields where others gather heavy sheaves and where we too have kneeled striving to cut the ripening grain 
from morn till set of sun yet find so little finished and so much to do undone and this was the silent lesson i drew as we turned away from the old deserted castle with its walls so cold and gray never to seek temptation believing ourselves secure we cannot shut out a danger by simply barring the door when under us and around us the evil exulting lies we must build with the solid rock beneath up toward the vaulted skies we must daily watch and hourly as life storms about us beat that an enemy does not undermine the rock beneath our feet in the poem this recording is in the public domain